You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Semi-final week right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. Coming up over the next hour, we'll get you ready to send you into Week 16 for your Fantasy Football Championship. You already know the particulars. Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive, the Accuracy Expert, Jake Seeley, the All-In Kid, Wall Street, Matt Medica. Game number one of Week 15 is in the books. Still got 15 more on the slate. Jake, the Denver Broncos in Week 2... When they demolished America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, people were like, wow, this team is right back on track. Super Bowl aspirations. They get the W to start off week 15, but this team this team sucks all season. What's wrong with the Denver Broncos? It starts at the quarterback position. And it usually does at the NFL nowadays. It starts there and trickled down. They've also had some injuries. Also, offensive line still has its own issues, similar to the Giants for the past couple of seasons. Like, you can't just keep ignoring it and hoping everything goes right. And you suffer one or two injuries, and you've already got a weak offensive line that's barely productive with the guys that they have. It's just going to fall apart after that. So you have those two factors on offense. And that defense has had a couple of injuries. It's fallen off a little bit this year. It's not the shutdown defense that it had been of years past. So just basically not everything went wrong, but a lot enough things went wrong that they were skating on thin ice to begin with. They missed they, they miss Wade Phillips and Demarcus Ware. Uh, that they do. Well, Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator is phenomenal. Head coach, no. But they call a, him Mr. Fix-It. Yeah, no. And that's why uh, – McVay wanted him. He he was the guy on his list to, yeah. you know, to run his defense and stuff. He probably and, like help him coach the team too because he'd been there before. No, I'm sure he could. The, the other guy that uh, who's it is it is it Fossil's son? Whose son is it? The special teams coach for the Rams. I think he took over at the end of last year. Oh, when Fisher they let go. Fossil's son. They they love him. I forget who it is. He's, this he's, team is going. Who's ever the special teams coach of the Rams? <laughs> yeah. yep. But so I, I think they look. It's worked out wonderfully for the Rams. But the Broncos, on the other hand, well, now it's all up to John yeah. Elway. It's going to be on John Elway. They're going to have a good draft pick. Yeah, they will. So once again, know, we'll see what Elway's worth now. You think they're better if they get Eli Manning and have Eli Manning as their quarterback next year? I'm not the biggest Eli guy. I'm just going to come forward. I would, you know, I'm not either. I I, I, <laughs> I would prefer I think Blake Bortles over Eli at this point. Jake, we discussed that earlier on the Roto Experts. Who would you rather have right now at this point, Blake Bortles or Eli Manning? Real life or for fantasy? Real, Real life. life. Mm, I'd still, if the Jacksonville Jaguars went and got Eli, I still think that's a smart move at this offseason. Yeah. Real life, Eli. Fantasy, Blake Bortles. I, I, I do think, but in real life, over the last like six weeks, he's played much better. He really has. I, I know we all you know, trashed this guy and stuff. I'm not saying by any means is he somebody that I would actively want on my team, but if I'm comparing him to an Eli Manning, he's gotten out his kid Westbrook. You got Lee. I don't know. I don't think they bring back Robinson. I don't think Allen Robinson comes back. Yeah, I don't think so either. But say if they brought Robinson back, that's three. And remember, the one that was yeah. better than all of them. Two, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. Oh, boy. Poor decisions still being made by Bortles. No, I'm just saying. You, yeah. can't, you can't tell me like, that doesn't count for something. It does. Shout out to Eli Manning for that. Remember, Jacksonville would have had Justin Blackman, too, and he was better than all of them. I don't know where he's at now, though. Fancy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, YouTube Live, and we come back, start to break down some of these tough calls for week number 15. 
Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com slash premium and learn more about our awesome products. FNTSY Radio. Welcome inside Studio 34 for everybody on FNTSY YouTube channel. If you're not hit the subscription for that, I mean not subscription, but if you're not subscribed for that, you want to go ahead and get that done ASAP. Go ahead and click that button. Also, give us a thumbs up while you're in there. Getting you ready for week 15 of the season. And there's some tough calls, Matt Matika, that have to be made this week as far as starting players in certain situations. Let me ask you about one and get you guys' opinion on Mr. Nick Foles. I mean, I like Nick Foles this week. I think you have to go against the Giants in that defense. Uh, I would start Case Keenum over him. That would be like one guy just to give a example. I don't know what my examples are against Nick Foles. But, I look, it's, I'd put him like probably right outside of Marcus Mariota. I would play Nick Foles no. over him. <laughs> I, I might play the fantasy executive. <laughs> okay. Nick Foles or Tyrod Taylor? Nick Foles. Okay. Jake, I was watching what's was one of them debate shows. Not the one with uh not the one with, with Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. Skip. Oh my goodness, Skip. <laughs> not that one. Uh, th- yeah. uh, was the what's the one with the Skip Bayless? That's 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 the one with Skip and Shannon. And, uh, uh, FS1. Oh, Skip and Shannon, that's the yeah. The that's other that. one's Whitlock um, and Oh yeah, undisputed, yeah. undisputed. But it wasn't that one. I was watching. They're all the same. What's the guy that used to be on Public Access back in New York back in the day? He's a boxer. He used to talk boxing on Public Access. I think he do boxing on ESPN too. Max Kellerman. Oh, Max Kellerman. That's uh, for the one with Stephen A. Smith. You, that's the one everybody know. Yeah, they're all the same. First undisputed take yeah, of I don't watch argument table. America put a woman in between the two people so they can yell at each other. It's all the same. Yeah. It's, there's like four versions of this show. They're all the same. Those shows where everybody has a hot take. So the yeah. other day, Kellerman had a hot take. But it, Kellerman is a smart guy. Kellerman yeah. was saying that the fact that Doug Peterson was a backup quarterback, he's going to be able to get Nick Foles as another backup quarterback, he's going to know exactly what kind of situation to put Foles in to make Foles just as not just as successful as Carson Wentz, but to have a good amount of success. Would you buy into that? I'm buying into Nick Foles all around in general. If you want Nick Foles 11 behind him, Blake Bortles, Kirk Cousins, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm starting Nick Foles. And Nick Foles in this offense is just it's a perfect situation, perfect matchup. I believe in that. I also believe in the fact that if you look at the stats of Nick Foles with and without Jeff Fisher, it's egregiously different. I understand a lot of that's going to be vaulted by the 27-2 season and Chip Kelly in a different offense, but Foles stepped in last week. He knows how to run this offense. He has a history with Zach Ertz as the starter before even all the other weapons like Alshon Jeffrey are added in there. So I'm I'm on board with Nick Foles. I think that he's going to surprise a lot of people this week. As going forward for, say, you know, the big three, the Eagles, uh, the Vikings, and say, like, the Saints, those three teams. You're not going to put the Rams in there? 
Uh, the, we put the Rams. We hit a big four. Okay. I would <laughs> for the playoffs. I'll put God, I'll put the Eagles four now. Because of by the, the way, those three team, those three division leaders outside of the Saints, all former or are all former or current Rams quarterbacks. Oh Did wow, that's crazy. What's going on? What's going on with the Jeff Rams? Jeff Fisher is the worst coach in the history of the yeah, world. That's, that's basically what it comes down to. I, oh, I got that put on YouTube and then I. <laughs> hey, look at the, we were talking about the quarterbacks. Look at what he did to Todd Gurley last year. He's that I was don't, horrible. I don't see how he ever gets a job in the NFL again. <laughs> I, I think like I could I could see it. I could see some stupid. God forbid the Bears do this. Like they've been so caveman like. Though the Bears hire Marvin Lewis. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it's probably a Marvin Lewis or a Jeff Fisher. Can you imagine that? Be your biggest concern. If you're Can you imagine the Bears hire Marvin Lewis and the Bengals hire John Fox? They they trade coaches in the offseason and both teams would still be terrible. Another interesting name this week, guy that we've been talking about and the guy that I'm hearing. Like the first name that comes up when Fantione asks me a question this week, Jake. One of the names that comes up a lot. And I heard Scott on the morning show this morning saying that Robert Woods was performing as a wide receiver one when he was out. He goes right back into his lineup this week. I'm not sure that Robert Woods should be going right back into people's lineup this week. What do you no. think, Jake? No, I I disagree. And we're not always going to be on the same page. And I'm not always going to be right. And Scott's not always going to be right. Heck, two weeks ago, I said Giovanni, or last week, I said Giovanni Bernard. He said Jordan Howard. He's right, Jordan Howard. This is one of those ones, though. Mm. Look, you get not that he got completely Wally Pitt, but you had somebody else step up in his absence. And I'm not talking about Sammy Watkins. I'm talking about Cooper Cup, who was already inside the top five. He was actually leading the league for a while there with red zone targets and has got a lot of chemistry going with Jared Goff now. I don't see that Jared Goff is just going to come in and be like, oh, yeah, let me go back to that guy and ignore everything I've developed with this rookie who has terrific hands. You just get it within a yard of his hands. Uh, and he's catching the ball. So I, I just don't see how you can just guarantee Woods could step back on that field and go right to be the number one. But you're talking about Watkins and Cup that he's got to deal with, let alone the touches of Gurley in the backfield, and guarantee me that he's going to? I'm not going to do that. Man, Medica, the Seattle Seahawks secondary in, fantasy, in average fantasy points against 23rd versus wide receiver. That's like the bottom half of the – that's the bottom quarter of the league. What's the current status on Bobby Wagner? I'm not play? sure the current. If he doesn't play, play mm-hmm. then you just gotta. I mean, Cooper Cup, you really have to love. You gotta love all these guys there. It's look, they got Russell Wilson, so they have a chance. Mm-hmm. But I think this game is setting up for the Rams. I mean, Gurley and everybody. It's just the one good thing I will say with the Robert Woods injury was getting Sammy Watkins acclimated into this. Offense, because I keep well, we keep reiterating this point. Five, I think in the playoffs they need to have him as an option, as a viable option. When Robert Woods was there, prior to going down, Sammy Woods was averaging like it was three point eight targets a game. Mm-hmm. You have to take some shots. You have to, especially when you got a guy like Cup and Woods, and you can go vertical. So yeah, I'm with Jake on Cup though. I'm Who's the- I'm loving him. Who's the best wide? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Cup guy, too. I'll be honest with you. I'm feeling Cup. Shout out to the King, who's the original Mr. Cup. Scott Angle said he was going to have 175 <laughs> catches, 975 <laughs> yards. <laughs> <laughs> who's the best wide receiver in not Rams history, but L.A. Rams history? Hmm. Well, it was Flipper. Oh, yeah. We're talking about L.A. Was that, would that be Flipper Anderson? It might be Flipper Anderson. Is I, uh, was Ike Hilliard a L.A. Ram or was he a St. Louis Ram? 
He might Not care. Him. I said Tory Holt. <laughs> oh, yeah, but Tory Holt St. was Louis. a St. Louis Ram, no? I wanted to break uh, it up. Say, with, oh, yeah. you, you, you want to break it specifically off to the L.A. Rams? Mm-hmm. Uh, my body doesn't go back that far. Yeah, no. it's kind of, it, make, it makes it tough. I remember <laughs> the Rams. I remember the L.A. Rams from back in the day. Remember when Chris Everett? I uh, was calling that was Jim the, that, that was one of the classic. I still things. think that's a setup. Oh, you thought it was I you say, thought it was phony? I I I will yes, I will go to my grave really? saying that was a setup. I think he was in on that because if again. you notice Jim Jim Rome blew up after that. He became huge immediately after that and I just I think he was in on it. Wow. That was, I never, I never looked at it that way because I, I just thought the guy was that pissed. I'm gonna go home and watch that yeah. today, <laughs> Chrissy. <laughs> Say it again, Chrissy. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is wild. Shout out to Jim Rome. He's cared so much about his career. He let a professional athlete beat him up on national TV. He's like, I'm gonna make it any way I can. Hey, uh, if you went from like fifty thousand listeners to like a million by that just happening overnight. Tell me one. you want to do it. I mean, listen, who's the quarterback? Like, you know what I'm saying? Pick what I think I can handle a little bit. Like, oh, when you want to, like, you don't want to go out there against the. Uh, no, I don't want it to be Cam Newton. No, I don't want it to be Cam Newton. That's a lot to deal with, Cam Newton. Like, big, like ben? big Bortles. Big Ben would probably be the worst. Yeah, no, nah, Big Oh, yeah, Big no, Ben not, might. You not, never know what Big Ben might do. You need, like, Drew Brees. You need, like, a 5'11. Give me Russell Wilson. And Russell okay. Wilson's a nice guy, too. You feel what I'm saying? Because he, he ain't going to get too bad. And if he's in on it, he's not going to be like, oh, he's, I'm just going to knock you over. And then me and my oh, family no, are going to leave. Yeah, I forgot. You know who's the answer? It's, it's Alex Smith. I mean, oh, like, yeah. 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 His yeah. hands are so tiny anyway, the punches won't hurt. Yeah. I just be pushing Alex Smith. What you going to do, Alex? Nothing. <laughs> Pat Mahomes behind you. I bet he'll, you he'll, he'll do try, something. He'll try to swing. He'll come up short. <laughs> oh Tiny man, hands. yeah. <laughs> that you right. That's a good call. Alex Smith is award no parts of it. Alex Smith would be like, Nah, you got it. I'm not fighting you. It's not gonna happen. But that that dog Ben Roethlisberger though, he'll get in there. Jay Cutler mix it up with you too, because Jay Cutler don't care. Also, so that's it. Jay Cutler would have to take a cigarette break, so it's okay. Yeah, that's true, too. Jay Cutler will get winded. All right, my man Kevin's on the board. He's telling me we got a minute to go. I want to discuss Greg Olson and a couple more tight end options because the Greg Olson questions have been coming in pretty hot and heavy, so I want to see where fantasy owners stand on Jake on, on Greg Olson this week. Well, I want to see where Jake and Matt stand on Greg Olson this week, and then we'll take your phone calls, 844-843-6879. Um, and we'll get you covered. We'll start to get rocking and rolling. Got semifinals coming up right here. Week 15, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Don't forget, coming up next is the BFFs. The BFFs, Florio and Stanford. Week 15, semifinal, when you need them the most, nowhere to be found. But the, the, the Frenzy, the three amigos of Fantasy Football, we're right here with you because we know how important this is. That's why you should rock with us. FNTSY Radio, Fantasy Football Frenzy. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone, we promise. No weird viruses. No strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
So I just seen where the, uh, <clears throat> the Buffalo Bills, Tyrod Taylor, starting quarterback this week. So you got to worry about that. Peterman, five interceptions. <coughs> I still me. would have a hard time playing Benjamin knowing that he's got a torn meniscus. Yeah. Kevin Benjamin, man, that's just a dude that I'm just like never really going to be down with for fantasy. I'm not going to be on Kevin Benjamin next year or like any year. Kevin Benjamin to me is lethargic. Like, he could always be better if he tried harder. He's a hell of a tight end. <laughs> hey, Jake, we just, I, Matt was reading this report. I don't know where it came from. Um, I wanted to get your opinion on it. Well, how would you feel if the, if the New York Giants in the offseason hired Jeff Fisher to be the head coach? I know Mr. Sussman just threw up downstairs just now. Boycott the team just like a boycott in the Mets until something changes. Oh, you boycotting the Mets this year? I was already doing it last year. I'm done with this organization. And stop playing with less money than the Padres have. And in fact, you're still in New York. This is nonsense. I'm done with this team. I have been. I was done with this team last year. Three years ago, I was wanting the Astros to win World Series title for the longest time, and I rode them. I'm, you know, not that people are going to say bandwagon. I don't even care at this point. No. I was with them three years ago. I'm going to stick with them this team. The Astros, I'll root for them to go back-to-back. I could keep rooting for the Astros until the Mets change. I'm not spending a dollar on the Mets until things That's change. That's what I did, Jake. When Phil Jackson came, when, when Madison Square Garden brought Phil Jackson in, I boycotted the Knicks until – and no. I, I went to go. I mean, I still have a Mets hat up here behind me. I have Mets hats yeah. over there, but I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not supporting this team. Not that I. But this is the thing: is I'm not gonna make a difference. We need thousands yeah. of people not showing mm-hmm. up to games to start making a difference and get an impact because this is just. It's ridiculous that the fact that they're not out there on Mustakas or Hosmer or any of these trades or anything like that because they're supposedly. I mean, when the Padres are trying to go all in on Hosmer and extra free agent pieces, and the Mets don't stop. This is this is the stupidest thing ever. This is see. I think that's a savvy fan right there because what I did. With the Knicks, I boycotted. I didn't want to see Phil Jackson. Started rooting for the Golden State Warriors, and I like it. <laughs> it feels oh, better. You, oh, you like winning? Yeah. You, you like winning? <laughs> hey, look, I've been a, Jake I, went to the Astros. They won. I've been a Bills. No, fan. I was. I, I, <laughs> I've been a Bills fan for the last seventeen years. They haven't oh, been boy. in the playoffs. Yeah. They bench Doug Flutie after having a fantastic season for a guy that played a meaningless a game. Uh, you know the Mets. What? 30 years, they finally got to the World Series, they lost that, they don't do nothing, but I'm a, I'm still going to root for them. You don't, but you can you can have a... I could be angry. What's, your, like what's your American I'm League team? Like Scott oh, Scott's a, make yeah, for Scott is the, is the uh, what's the word yeah. I'm looking for? The optimistic Mr. Met fan. Yes. Yeah. yeah, He sees everything positive yeah. when there's many negatives. So yeah. <laughs> Say no. Bring back, what was that horrible picture y'all, the Mets had? Um, experience. The what, the what happened next to... No. Like what would they? Whatever he pitched, they would say it was a, the, an experience, the such and such experience. What's the dude's name? I can't think of it right now. Anyway, enough baseball. See, and I don't mind losing. You know, I'm also a Bulls fan. I'm actually ticked off that they're winning. I want the top That's draft pick. Right. I don't mind a rebuild. I don't mind going through these type of things. The Giants, you know, they haven't won since the last Super Bowl, and I don't mind what's going on this year. They're rebuilding. I don't mind losing at all. What I mind is losing in an ignorant front office. And that's actually no. Ignorant means you don't know any better. It's a stupid front office. They do know better. It's a, it's a stupid front office. There you go, right there. Jake Seeley just wax poetic on the New York Mets. Now, here's the deal. What do we do with Greg Olson this week, fellas? Because Greg Olson's been another name that's been a hot topic. It's going to be a tough call this week. 
I am pulling up the link right now because I want to see where we have uh, Mr. Olsen ranked in PPR and standing among tight ends. Before I get the ranking, Matt Medica, what is your opinion on Greg Olsen this week? Obviously, it depends on who you have. but um, I don't want to play him. I don't want to have to be put in that situation. But outside of the tight end ones, he's definitely a consideration. The fact that he played 90% of the snaps is encouraging to me. I don't like anybody with a foot injury. I got to think maybe last week he only saw the one target because they were playing the Vikings and maybe they needed some extra blocking. Kyle Rudolph could be out this week so you could have another tight end on the shelf this week. Uh, And Standard, the all-in kid, the accuracy expert, has uh, one Mr. Greg Olson as tight end 14 in PPR. Let me pull this up right here, right quick. In PPR, he is tight end seventeen. Jake, uh, you're not. You, you, he's not a starter for you this week, huh? Not unless I have to. Mm-hmm. And he's in that, but if you look at who he's around, he's in that conversation of you're just going for upside, and there's a ton of risk there. Like I'd rather go with Ricky Seals Jones for the touchdowns that have been given up by the, the Redskins defense to tight end. So, but the thing, same thing is with him. He's not catching a bunch of balls, so if he doesn't get a touchdown. You're going to be disappointed. And Greg Olson, you can potentially be disappointed because he doesn't play the entire game or comes out early or puts up another zero. And so it's the risk. It's the upside. And he's just now in that conversation of those type of tight ends. You go right there. Austin Hooper, number 12 in the, uh, on the link. I got I, I got to play him in one of my leagues. I got to just make a decision between Cameron Brate and Austin Hooper. And I feel like I'm a, if I'm going to go down with Cameron Brate, I'm going to go down with Cameron Brate. Make America Braid again. There's a question in the chat. This is a good Let's one. Remember, too. Olsen wasn't doing anything at the beginning of the season either. He was slow. I wasn't on Olsen this year, and I'm normally a big Olsen guy. I wasn't on him this year because I didn't know what that offense was going to look like. Now, with that being said, <laughs> right quick, Matt, I see there must be you something in the chat. chat. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go get it. I don't see what they're talking about yet. But somebody in the chat said they want to do the Corey Parson offense this week with Zach Ertz and Hunter Henry. That's not bad. No, those Henry, those yeah. are the kind of the two options you want to be having. You know, if you had like you know Kelsey, Ertz, uh, Graham type players, and Hunter Henry, those kind of guys, you, you know you really don't want to be doing it with like say lesser guys and having to throw in a Cameron Brait or an you know Austin Hooper. Make America Brait again. That is the thing. What do you think about that, Jake? If you want to start two tight ends. I don't think you can really, if you want to do the Corey Parson offense, I don't think you can find two better tight ends than Zach. Well, Zach Ertz coming off that concussion is a little bit scary with Nick Foles. But he's still ranked pretty high this week. He is going to get that work. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm talking it through myself, excuse me. But yeah, the Corey Parson offense with Zach Ertz and Hunter Henry, I think that's cool. Nope. You I'm don't, not doing it. I'm not starting two tight ends. You don't like I'm the Corey Parson with, offense, yeah. No, I don't like two tight ends, period. Yeah. You look at the targets and receptions for these guys, it's not a high volume unless it isn't Ertz. Unless it is a Kelsey. Even Graham. Graham's been touchdown reliant. I'm not ever going to put a tight end in there unless I have to. Hey, and the people in the YouTube chat, no Star Wars spoilers. Be fair. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to see it in a couple hours, so please. I mean, be, be fair to everybody. So I, I have two separate uh, opinion reviews. Yes, you have. One in Super. Supremely high, one supremely low. So it's going to be interesting to see. Nando's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but Jake, I'm a little suspect on your. Yeah, I know you like Spider Man. We loved Spider Man and Wonder Woman. So I got to hold. And those are both great movies. I don't think they were both. I honestly, Wonder Woman, I thought it was all right at best. My wife actually stopped watching it halfway through. I I said it was all right. I'll, I'll give it that. Spider Man, I haven't seen yet, but it just 
It looks pretty terrible. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Tony is in Texas. Tony, what up? Tony's speechless this morning. Tony, you hear me? Ah, right, there we go. What's up, Tony? Right, there we go. What's up, Tony? I got you. No, turn no, your radio. Turn, turn your radio, radio down, Tony. I can hear my my own voice, and I'm mortified by it. Okay. Yeah, I have a question about my lineup this week. Uh, I'm in the semis right now. I'm, nice. Uh, yeah, uh, I got Matthew Stafford in my lineup, and um, I have um, Kenyon Drake, uh, Freeman, and Gurley, and then my wide receivers are uh, Golden Tate and uh, Keenan Allen. I'm uh, thinking of flexing uh, Alex Smith in there somewhere, but I'm not sure to bench one of the running backs. Uh, you gonna put who in there? It's a super flex, I'm sure. You put Alex Smith. Well, yeah, yeah, I think you always yeah, in the super flex. I think you got to get the quarterback in there. Who would you take out your lineup? Um, you either thinking Kenyon Drake or Gurley because he's going up against Seattle. No, no, Gurley you never no, take. Yeah, out. you don't take Gurley out your lineup. That he stays in your lineup. This is interesting. This is Drake out either. Yeah, I know. Wait, is this a situation where you think he can start somebody other than a a a a uh, quarterback in the super flex? Yeah, who's who's the superflex as of right now, Corey? Alex Smith. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Uh, you always you always go two quarterbacks, and I think so you got who's, who's, who's the best. Unless we're talking about T.J. Yates, it's, yeah, it's, you go two quarterbacks. So this is this is T.J. Yates, a Tar Heel. Who we who we benching? We're putting Alex Smith in, so he's got Stafford. I mean. You're not benching Allen. Are you going to bench Golden Tate with Stafford throwing the ball? Maybe, I the, said, I, I, maybe that's the guy you bench. Yep. I don't like to bench Matthew Stafford. I mean, it's Golden Tate. You know how I feel about Golden Tate. I don't like to do it either. But I think you got. I think you got to play both quarterbacks. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven. Do I have enough time, uh, Kev? Let's get to my man Chris in Tampa. What up, Chris? What's up, guys? Thanks again for helping me get to the playoffs. Thank you for uh, for letting us know that you for rocking with us this year. How can we help you? So, uh, what do you think it would be smart to start three players on the Saturday night game, Kareem Hunt, Hunter Henry, and the Chargers defense? Because Vegas got 46 points on that game. I'm taking the under. I feel like it's a trap game. I don't know if you want for fantasy advice or gambling advice. Yeah. Well, well, look, first off, the Chargers defense – I'm gonna start. I mean, what, what are the other options there? And what is hunting who? Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter, Hunter Henry. They play on two different teams. Yeah, I don't have a problem I'm, with him. Yeah, why you? Yeah, Kareem Hunt's not a top ten running back for you this week. You yeah, know, he's so he's be. in. Hunter Henry. Uh, I really like his matchup too. So. Who you got? Another tight end you could play over Henry. Who would it be? Uh, Jason Witten. Uh, no, Witten's not getting enough. Yeah, Witten's not getting enough work. Jake, it, where do you have Witten at? Let me look where Jake has Witten at this week, and then I'll let Jake. Um, you got him at and PPR. You got Jason Witten as tight end ten. I like Witten, but I think he's touchdown dependent. All of a sudden, what do you think? Let me get Jake's opinion. When we come back on the other side because right now we got to get ready to go to break, pay some bills. Jake just gave me the eyes. We got to keep the we got to pay some bills so we keep the internet on. <laughs> Fancy football frenzy on FNTSY. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. 
Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Calvin Klein and Pee Wee Kirkland within a 48-hour time frame. That's wild. It must be. Who knows what's going to happen tonight, the rest of the weekend. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. You know what? Do we have any information that we need? Oh, this thing with Smith-Schuster. Uh, Jake, Juju with his hamstring. When the final when the final uh, link comes out, do you think Juju's uh, ranking will take a fall? Not if he's practicing in full today. All right. That's really just what just what that's what you have to wait for. So that's what we'll wait for. We'll see the latest on Smith Schuster. I just work hamstring injuries kinda of scare me a little bit. But um big time matchup. I, I don't think I think everybody, especially the young man, wants to get out there. Matt, anything if like, you know, say he's limited but he's active on Sunday, game time decision and he's active, you comfortable with him? If he's limited, but he's active, he's you know a wide receiver three, probably more towards that, like thirty to thirty six for me. All right, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let's go. Let's go to Trucker Rick. Trucker Rick, what's up, my man? All right, dudes. I'm about to enter the octagon with this opponent. I have two quick questions for you guys. Okay. All right, this dude, this dude, Scott Engled me. What is, I had Carson Wentz. <laughs> Listen, I had Carson Wentz. He's got Drew Brees and he's got Russell Wilson. He's starting Russell Wilson. He sees that I lost Carson Wentz. He goes in and blocks me. He grabs Nick Foles. Why would you let so that I happen to you? Garoppolo. Uh, priority. He had a he had a higher he had a okay. lower priority than me in the waiver. I couldn't get him, dude. And they, and so he's not getting another drink from me ever again. So, you know, uh, hold on one second, I, Rick. I, I, go ahead. Why was your who? What, 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 what was the backup quarterback on your roster? Uh, Mariota. Okay, yeah, you can't play him. <laughs> I, went and got, I went. I went and got Garoppolo. Okay. And I got Mariota. He's got Russell Wilson. I need the most upside. I know Jake's got him like neck and neck. Jake so, like Foles. I'm for the guy that might have more. What's that? Jake like Foles is a top twelve quarterback this week. Foles might be on your wire, Rick. No, the guy picked him up. Oh, the I thought the guy picked up Garoppolo. No, no, he Rick's got Garoppolo. No, no, oh, my the bad. Guy blocked him with Foles. My I bad. Got, my bad. Yeah, and he, got, and, he, and, he, and he blocked me. So I'm like, I'm looking for upside there, and then Jake has to then close his ears on my next question. You ain't want to ask him about Mariota or Derek Carr, is you? No, no, I need a Garoppolo or Mariota. Which one has No, you can't, you can't. We're not, we're not fooling with Mariota, Rick. Don't even say that. We all gonna cover our ass you say that. Hey, what about Blake Bortles, especially yeah. if Leonard Fournette don't go? He's not there. He's not there? Okay. He's not there. The, yeah, only guy there the only guy there that's viable is Trubisky. 
No, no, he's not viable. <laughs> he's not viable, Rick. Right? Stick with the Italian guy on Sunday. Uh, uh, go with Jimmy G. Go with the Italian uh, style. Yeah, that's it. There you go. Okay, real quick. Jake's got to hold his ears. Real quick, because this is going to be a tight match. Um, I picked up Robbie Gould, but... Son, what are you... But, 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 butt kicker. Butt kicker's available. Go, uh, get butt, uh, Buckner. Uh, not butt kicker. Buckner. Butker. Butker. Yeah, Butker. But the butt kicker is what everybody says. Yeah, I know, but I don't like kicker questions either. Because you can't predict that. I'm, I'm, uh, I have butt... Butker, I have uh, <laughs> a lot of leagues, and it does make a difference. I, no, I, know, I know you guys don't want to hear it, but it does make a difference. But, but, but Matt, you can't predict who's going to finish. Jake, you don't rank kickers. No, Jake would never rank Jake kickers. Jake doesn't rank kickers. I don't blame him. It's fine. You don't want to play with it. That's fine. But, you know, a vast majority of people do play with kickers. But you can't rank them. I'm not saying. You know, NFL, I, I'm saying I want to have Greg. If, if you're going to give me the whole, a choice of who I can just pick out, yeah. I'm going to pick out Greg line. There are guys I'm going to go pick. Is it going to happen every week? No. A team might score five yeah, touchdowns. Exactly like they did last week. That's the problem. Not saying to you, Matt, but that's the problem with it. Right. Certain line had five fantasy points last week because all five were touchdowns. Hopefully he kicked like some 50 yard field goals this week. <laughs> I got him a couple places. Brad is in Minnesota. What up, Brad? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Frenzy. How you doing today? Welcome to week 15. You're in the semifinals, Brad. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No doubt. And, yeah, I I am in the semis in all four of my big money leagues thanks to you guys. Well, so we appreciate I appreciate you. all the work you do. We appreciate uh, you too, my, Thank you. So my my personal league, I'm the commissioner in. That's the biggest struggle matchup I got this week. And I'm playing the number one guy who's 12 and one. He lost Wentz. I blocked him with uh, Foles. Nice. But he he grabbed the Bortles. Okay. And right now I have Cousins on the bench, and I'm going to start Foles for the upside. Um, my third wide receiver is a struggle. I got Corey Coleman, Rashard Matthews, or LaFell for Cincinnati. And, you know, Rashard Matthews put up kind of a stinker last week. The week before last week, Coleman put up a zero. So he's got me dominated in the receiving court. But I need some help with that one because this is a big, big matchup, bragging rights, the whole shebang. Got the whole thing going on. Let's start, with, let, 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 let's start Jake, with Cousins and Foles. I know you're the high man on Foles this week. Are you that high? Yeah, I already told you. I have him at 11. Okay. I said Foles was ahead of Cousins. I'm not, yeah, that's not changing. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, Matt, you agree with that? It's a tough call right there. It, it is. Uh, I would probably lean with, uh, with, with Cousins, but it really is a, just a tasty matchup for Nick Foles. It's a close call. I think... I got to go with the dude that's been out there playing. I've seen yeah, Kirk that, Cousins that's all season. That's where I'm season. going. Yeah. But like I said, it, I, I like Jackson to say, you can go either way. So, but so yeah, so that 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 that's on you, Brad, in Minnesota. We gave you our opinions on that one. What was the wide receiver thing again? I forgot it was that. Matthew, Rashid, Rashid Matthews. That's right. Rashard. Rashard, Rashard. Matthews. <laughs> I should know. Rashard Matthews. Oh. <laughs> Corey, Coleman. <laughs> Corey Coleman. And who else was the other one, Brad? LaFell. Oh, you can't play Brandon LaFell. Yeah, LaFell's out. Yeah, I figured that. I'm good. You, I think you got to go with Matthews, the matchup. And Mariota, if he's, he's going to throw the ball, it's going to be the, probably the yeah. Matthews and uh, what's his name? 
But I really yeah, go, Del- Delaney go, go Walker. With Re- go with Rashid over uh, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. honestly, I do like uh, Corey Coleman as a wide receiver, and yeah. I think the they're going to throw the ball a lot this game. I think it's going to end up. I think it'll be forced to throw it a lot. Mm-hmm. But we're going Matthews. Thanks. So. Forced into a lot of bad throws, though. No, no, but that's been all season. We've seen that <laughs> so, <laughs> repeatedly. Hey, strong style ninja put in the chat. LaFell with a question mark. <laughs> Listen, LaFell had some big games down the stretch last year, but A.J. Green was hurt. A.J. Green is active. You can't Would really you start Leroy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Leroy. When I was in I went to South Carolina State University, the president of the school, his name was, was Leroy, but he was like, it's Leroy. <laughs> I almost cussed just now. Excuse me, y'all. <laughs> You're not going to fool me with that. <laughs> I, I always thought you guys were talking about the Leroy Jenkins thing. I, don't, I still don't even know what you're talking about. No, I guess it's the Cajun way of the Creole way of saying Leroy is Leroy. I'm just like, really? don't yeah, don't try to get fancy on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what well, I'm saying? Somebody with the name Leroy trying to sound. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dignified. I'm Leroy. Exactly. Exactly. Like a car, you start calling me Jacque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying that foolishness. You can't trick me. I know exactly. You're from Detroit. You're not from <laughs> France. Stop playing with me. Who be on the telephone? It's 8448. Oh, my man Pete in Staten Island. What up, Pete? Hey, how you doing, Corey? Chilling. All right, listen, uh, Jake, I dropped uh, T on Green, by the way. Oh, my God, that last week was a disaster. I mean, they couldn't even use him at the goal line. I don't get it. That's the most you industry know. That's the most industry thing ever, the T on Green, Joey. <laughs> uh, coach speak. Oh, this kid needs a chance. Oh, uh, yeah, okay, thanks. Yeah, uh, we all need a chance. Anyway, listen, <clears throat> this week, okay, I'm a little bit worried about Tom Brady, right? And at running back last night, I picked up, um, you know, I have Morris in the lineup this week, and it's going to be the last week, along with uh, Derek Henry, okay, because I think the matchup against Frisco is okay. However, last night I picked up Ivory and Yeldon, okay, uh, going forward because I'm going to need a running back just in case Fournette don't play. Now in my, in my uh, I'm, I'm great at wide out. In my flex right now, I got Hogan, okay? I'm a little concerned about Brady. If Fournette doesn't go, I'm thinking about putting Yeldon or Ivory in the flex. Over Hogan. What's your opinion? I would not do that. Nope, I wouldn't either. I can see it a little bit more. I'm still worried about Look, Hogan. Hogan had a bad week last week. I think they're gonna they're gonna make every effort to get him the ball, get him involved. I'm not going with Ivory or Eldon. Oh, Eldon or Eldon, <laughs> <laughs> or even Eldon. How about that? There you go. Eight four four eight four three six six eight seven nine. Thanks a lot. You good to go, Pete? All right, there you go. So we got Pete covered on that one right there. Let's see, see how amazing it is like that one week. Hogan now. I mean, I'm even like I'm going Riddick now. People, people are apprehensive of Chris Hogan, and trust me, I was the one that was apprehensive of Chris Hogan in the beginning. I hate and him. And then right son started balling, and then he's doing his thing. Rocky Marciano, who? We got to get ready to say goodbye to the people in the YouTube chat. I want to thank you for rocking with us week 15 all the way throughout the season. Got up to the semifinals, so very happy about that. Everybody going into their finals. Uh, semis on people that's on WABC in New York. Shout out to y'all rocking with us all season long. We'll be talking with you next week as we get ready for the fantasy football Super Bowl. So we're going to get ready to shut that down. When we come back, last couple calls we make for week number 15, send you into the semis. 
Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com premium and learn more about our awesome product. Again, shout out to Pee Wee Kirkland. That, to me, that was almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that would be like meeting Barack Obama. That's how excited I was when I saw Pee Wee. I was like, that's Pee Wee Kirkland. Everybody was like, what? <laughs> like, who's, yeah, who is the dude from the $2 bill? <laughs> that was a good one, man. Oh, man. So, coming up this weekend, semifinals. This is very important <laughs> stuff. Semifinals in fantasy football. I think I'm doing the inventory of the season. I'll be honest with you. I start with the all-in kid on this one. People automatically say, well, the Isaiah Crowell thing. I think I had a decent season. I'm, good, I'm having a good season. A decent season. Not as good as last year. Not as good as the past two years, but a decent season. Not not a failure of a season by any any means. I think I diversified my roster enough to where Crowell didn't kill me in a lot of places. I was able to bench him. Was able to get by. Um, the Dalvin Cook injury hurt me a lot. I had Dalvin Cook in a lot of places, probably one too many spots, and I had Amari Cooper in probably one too many spots. But when I look back at it, Jake, the person who I think on my teams that wasn't successful, one name stands out, and that was Jameis Winston. And I think I went a little too hard on Jameis Winston this year. What do you think? Uh, what do you mean? What do I think? Do like, I think that's is, your downfall? Can, can one, can a quarterback that was drafted in like the eighth, ninth round be your downfall? Mm, I I think he should be able to overcome that. But you mentioned it. Yeah, Dalvin Cook and a lot of those teams, it's multiple things probably doesn't help, but you should be able to, any eighth, ninth round pick, you should yeah. be able to overcome. I just well, let's go back to Isaiah Crowell. Like, like I was I on. I prefer uh, not to. No, 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 <laughs> okay. Look, I was on prior. Yeah. I was on Terrell prior. Yeah. We all liked Dalvin Cook. That, these players should not have ended your season. Like, say you had Dalvin Cook and you were able to get another. Say you got uh, McKinnon off a of waiver. I had McKinnon, you got a lot Murray, Lat Murray. Of, who, if you own that guy, he, they should have been one of one of two. You could have had Dalvin Cook owner that could have scooped up Alex Collins. Yeah, the Alex Collins now, the Kenyon Drake now. Look, one guy in fantasy football should not make or break your season. I mean. You have there are times you're going to get multiple injuries that you just can't overcome, and that's going to happen. You're not going to be right on everybody. That was my argument to start the season off with Scott about diversifying. I loved Odell, I loved Julio, I split them up, and no matter who I like, I'm not going to go 100 percent on anybody. Yeah, I I, I like Lev Bell as the number one running back, but did I take uh, David Johnson too? Absolutely. 
So let me ask you this, Matt. When you handicap, if you handicap your season and you're having a good season and you're doing well, outside of prior, is there like one thing you say, oh, I wish I could have that one back? Uh, I'm sure there is. I, I was, prior's the guy that just is so glaring to yeah. me that, you know, and I tried to rectify that with, say, Josh Doxson. I tried to yeah, see, yeah. tried to get ahead of it and see the running. <laughs> the you know, but. <laughs> had to double back and fix it <laughs> yeah. with Josh Doxson. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I'm sure there is. On top of my head, I'm not. The love for Corey Davis stands out. And I think that was all but, three of us. Yeah, no, but like you mentioned the other day, holding on to Corey Davis, maybe you missed on this. Maybe you cut Corey Davis and you picked up some other slob that did nothing for you. Today. True. When you go back and do an inventory all-in kit, how you feel about the way the season played out? Is there anybody that you can kind of point to and be like, you know what, I wish I had went in a different direction on that one? I went pretty good this season. The only one would probably be waiting a little bit longer on Joe Mixon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Mixon. Not taking him in the third round. He got off to that slow start, kind of found himself a little bit in the middle. The Mixon thing, yeah, I, 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 the Mixon thing kind of hurt me a lot. Not a lot, but it kind of hurt me in a spot, too. Our boy, our boy Mike Blewett warned about Mixon because Mike Blewett was on top of that Bengals you know, yes, offensive line being Mike trash. Mike was all over that. But, but before we run out of time... Get the offensive there. line is still trash now, though. Let me get That's Jake's true. take because I know on the flex he says it's just they generate that in the, on the flex rankings or something. So you'd go theoretic over Chris Hogan in the PPR this uh, this weekend? Not if Abdullah's back. No, I'm saying Abdullah's inactive. If Abdullah's back, then I'm going I, home. Yeah. Right. yeah, if he's inactive, I still go theoretic. All right, so don't forget, you still got plenty of action. Don't forget Sunday morning right here, FNTSY Radio, the FNTSY Radio app, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. You need to be here. YouTube, FNTSY channel. We got you covered Sunday morning for your semifinal. This is the place to win your championships in 2017, FNTSY Radio. Now, don't forget, coming up next, the BFFs, 4 p.m. Eastern time, you get on Target Fantasy Football with Jake. Joe Fisipia, Canadian Connors, Chris Meany. Shout out to everybody on the fourth floor. Danny. No, Chris is down here today. My guy, Don Burns. Kevin on the one and twos right now. And, of course, the mastermind that is the great Nando DeFino. For the All-In Kid, for Wall Street, Matt Medica, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, we out. <laughs>